the look on Bernard Lackner's face when he when, when he walked by, and I'm like this, you know. Right. <laughs> he walks by me. He goes, "What are you doing?" Seriously? Yeah. We are back with Real Talk, a new episode, and we have a very special guest. He's so hard to get. I'm stuck. <laughs> the booking, an industry leader. He's De Douglas Elliman, CEO, formerly Corcoran's COO. God's love, we deliver board member, avid equestrian, spiritual guru, mm. underwear model. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and my friend, so Scott Durkin, welcome. Thank you, Thanks Stephen for doing Cohen. this. Wow. How long have we known each other? 23 years. 23 years. Yep. That's great. Yeah. Started at Corcoran. And I have a funny story. I think I've told you this before. So uh, 23 years ago, I'm in the office late at 660 Madison. And you happened to be in and you came over, like it was late. No one else was in the office. You came over to my desk and you handed me, remember we used to have those nameplates yes. above our desk, the gray nameplates. So you said, oh, here, this came in. And I said, thank you. And then you walked away. And then. Such high level. What's that? <laughs> Such high level. I was like, wow, was look doing. what the COO does here. <laughs> and then. That meant I was snooping in the mailbox. Oh, that's what it was. Okay. <laughs> then you popped back around. I had just gotten a haircut and you said, I love your hair. <laughs> you whispered and pointed. And I thought, oh my God, I'm going to love it here. Like, this Aww. is great. So anyway, that's my sweet memory. I'm glad I said it then. What's that? Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, I'm kidding. Geez. I'm kidding. Wow. Going right in there. I right there. I know. God, I had a lot more hair. Oh, I have a big egg here. Oh, it's awful. You look great. You always yeah. look great. Okay. Vanity. So, Vanity, yes. All right, so we don't really need to break the ice, but we're going to do pit or and peak. You know what that is? No. So it's kind of like rose petal thorn, which we do in my family, but pit and peak. So the last 30 days, what's been a highlight and what's been a low point? Personal, business, it could just be like you were annoyed this morning. Wow. You know, I'm, I'm always... Uh, Positive. I'm, yeah. You are. I know. You actually Glasses are. always have full. Yeah. You know, I think I always say to people that complain a lot, you can't be the, the hero and the victim. Ooh, and that's good. Isn't that a good one? Yeah. So I, 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 I don't know. I, What's been a highlight? A highlight for me is that uh, on a personal level, I have a brand new horse that yes. I rolled every roll of quarters I had to get and he's turning out to be pretty phenomenal. So all right, name. His name is Toronto Lightfoot. Wow. And he is uh how old? Ten. And uh we have our first competition. Wait, ten years, years old. old. Okay. So yeah. oh new right not because you had I had a baby. Yeah, you had the baby. You didn't have a baby. <laughs> I had the baby. Yeah. One of the horses had a baby. Yes, right? yes. Right. Okay. This is not you've acquired a new horse. Right. Is and this a new name? Yes. So when someone acquires a new horse, they rename. No, no, no. I, oh. I kept the name. Sorry. Okay. Uh, yeah. You, you try to keep the name because when the they go back, history, yeah, right? you yeah. need the lineage okay. and it, it, it's. But I'm super excited. We have our first uh, dressage at Devon next weekend. Wow. And Pennsylvania. Devon. Yeah. I, yeah. You know. Yeah, I, I know used you to grow up near there. Yeah. yeah. We used to go to the Devon Horse Show. Yeah. That's yeah. where I'll be. Oh wow. And so it's his first. Uh, my trainer is super excited and right. He has some international qualities that, you know, will get him in a certain level and of competition. How did you, how did he come to you? 
Um, my trainer's coach, okay. uh, an, an Olympian uh, from Denmark named Lars Peterson, said, you guys should look at this horse. It's uh, And the horse was in Denmark? It was in Wellington. In Wellington. Yeah. Okay. Where that's we great. spend the winter um, yes. for the season. For Congratulations. The circuit. Yeah, that's so that's exciting. great. Uh, let's see. Something. It doesn't that, have to be. Oh, cool. Really? I mean, if you can, if there was a particular, but no. Um... You really are positive. It's terrible. <laughs> hey, the, my clothes That's are fitting. Terrible, Muriel. Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, your clothes, clothes are fitting. Are you fitting. look good. You can't complain about it. Um, the hair keeps falling out. That's what bothers. Okay, me. That's, that's there's your that, that'll that'll do it. Really? Especially for men, you know, know, you start wearing the hats. Yeah, and you look like a duck. Yeah, but you know what everyone's doing. I was out with a the representative of a client of ours, he had just gotten back from Turkey. You know, oh, everyone, everyone's, everyone's going, going to Turkey to get their hair done because of the laser. Um, I'm not. So. so they laser it into your scalp? They do, and they take it from other areas, and apparently it works, but I'm not doing it. Oh. So there you go. You had a good friend that did it. Yes. Yeah. yeah. You told um, him that yeah, years he, ago. He's and still, you said he looks completely different. Yeah. His Well, he said that... Um, he he had done what you did. did. It was just coming out, right? And he he shaved it. He oh, shaved he his got head. Oh, one short. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like really short. Yeah. And, and then he did a documentary, and then he said to me, "I look like Uncle Fester." <laughs> <laughs> and in the documentary, he's wearing this turtleneck, this orange turtleneck, <laughs> like a cowl neck, and he does look like Uncle Fester. That is funny. Yeah, we're so. not saying the name, but you know, Kirk worked with him. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> I'll say it. Maybe we'll cut you it can out. say it. On Die, Mommy, Die. Oh, oh really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's Charles Bush. Yeah. yeah. Right. Exactly. I mean, he's so a legend. All right. He'd the be the first out. to tell that story. Right. Yeah, there he you loves go. it. Uncle Fester. And okay. please get his new book. It's just brilliant. What's the book? The name of the book is Leading Lady. Okay. A Memoir of a Most Unusual Boy. So, wow. so it's for those of you that know his work, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. you know, he's he always says he's a gender illusionist. But he's, wow. you know, he, he, He's not a drag. How do you queen. know him? I I volunteered to work to help mail out for his play in 1988 no. called uh, Psycho Beach Party. So I, was, I remember that. Yeah. Wow. He folded the paper over and then you put an orange sticker on it. Yeah. Oh, and look where you are. <laughs> look, where look, look where it got you. I've done it all. Uh, you've done it all. All right. So let's take a step back. You've done it all. We're going to work up to how you've arrived here. You're CEO of one of the leading real estate firms Fifth in, in the, the nation in the nation that's wow. amazing God. did you think you'd be when you were younger a was it real estate or no no i wanted to be an actor okay oh there's the charles bush okay yeah and so step back you grew up where <clears throat> i grew up in upstate new york right. in a beautiful town called salem new york a lot of people think it's south salem and yeah. north salem it's it's way above saratoga okay and we, we boarded with uh manchester dorset and in Bennington, Vermont. Okay. So it was a Washington County is a vertical county. Yes. And it's it's I was raised um my father was the undersheriff of the county. The undersheriff. Yes. So we lived on the premises of the jails. Right. The jail. We had a house next to the jail. Prison, jail? Thir yes, it was a jail. And okay. There were 30 cells. Cells. And uh our windows we faced the, the cells. And Wow. Uh, How many siblings? Three. There's okay. four of us. 
But the, the interesting part of that, though, is that this particular county jail, you could only stay a year. It wasn't violent crime. It right. Was, I was just going to ask. Yeah. yeah. Okay. It got it. Petty crime. Any funny stories being the son of the undersheriff of the jail? Well, I used to go to the dentist in a police car. Oh, <laughs> because mom couldn't take you? or Dad would take me. And right. The dentist was about 40 minutes away. But it was nice arriving to the dentist in the oh, police that's so car. Like a police escort. <laughs> yeah. And um, I was funny. arrested by my own father once. Uh, okay. You know, I, Go ahead. Well, it was, it was cabbage night, which for us, that's the night before Halloween. Okay. Some people call it mischief night. Oh, mischief night. Yeah, 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 yeah we yeah. called it cabbage Why? night. Where did cabbage come from? I guess people threw cabbages. Well, oh. we, we went around town throwing pumpkins. Right. And we got caught. And uh, and your dad was the one yeah, that showed up? Yeah. And <laughs> He's like, get in the car. Did you press charges? <laughs> he didn't. Go to bed. Uh, did but your yeah. friends? They're, they, they press I charges. let them all go. I right. Like, Just run. Oh, you, know. you were the scapegoat. I was. Oh, all right. I took the hit. You took the hit. Took one for the team. Yeah, there you go. Okay, so. Country boy. Country boy. Yeah. Pol sorry, police parents. My mother was a deputy, but her gun was fake. I never knew that. Yeah. Okay. Mom, Sylvia. Yeah. Her, her gun was fake. It was just, it was Mayberry RFD. That's what I, That's what it yeah. sounds like. That's amazing. I had an, even had an Aunt B. Seriously. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but I, you know, I had a, a you know, I am um, a big brother who was the star of every sport oh, wow. and every girl. So huh? I was protected. And where is he now? He just retired from General Electric. Wow. Yeah, he's still up there. That's amazing. Yeah. My, everyone's still up there. My parents are gone, but right. my, my siblings are up there and it's great to go back. You know? That's so nice that you have. So when I go home to Philadelphia, I don't go home to my childhood home. We, My mother sold that years ago, but she moved to an area where it seems like all the people in my neighborhood migrated and it's beautiful. It used to be really horse country, mm. but it's uh, it's been built up a lot. There's still horse farms, but it actually kills me when I see all the building. I know. You know, I, I, uh, I, can't, I can't go home because <laughs> our home is a thrift shop now. Oh. Seriously, the Wait, entire is the home. jail still there? The jail is still there. It was yeah. donated to the town okay. for a dollar, and they have a lot of educational programs. And there's and, a thrift shop, <clears throat> and it's a thrift shop. My bedroom is a storage room. Oh my god, it's kind of funny. Yeah, you know, that's like a quirky. I'm so thankful that Airbnb exists because now you have I, somewhere to stay. I just find like you know, <laughs> nine room mansion and. But, <laughs> That doesn't cost a lot. Right. And you're like, oh, yeah, this is home. That is so funny. All right. So how'd you get to New York? From I wanted to be an actor. Yep. Uh, I had done summer stock in my ninth, 10th, all through high school. Yeah. We had a uh, Fort Salem theater, okay. a theater in town. And it was, sorry, it was populated by the Fordham University uh -huh. acting school. Right. So I, I got to meet everyone from the city. Okay. And spend the summer. I spent, I mean, as soon as I would wake up, I'd run down to the theater and it was an old church and I would stay there until midnight. That's amazing. My, all my summers. So I thought, oh, I'm going to be this big star. Right. And you really thought you had star, <laughs> Not star, but, but really I, thought, yeah, yeah. I thought, you know, I was in Fiddler on the Roof. Right. And I didn't even know what it was about. What, what, you mean at, in the <laughs> at, church, at, at the, the theater. local theater? Yeah. Who did you play? I was a bottle dancer. Oh, that's impressive. <laughs> Couldn't keep that bottle well, on my the head. The scene though. where, yeah, at yeah. the wedding, yeah, where they go low. 
Yeah. This, yeah. The, um, what the Yeah. 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 And then I had to carry Frumacera around a lot. Oh <laughs> <laughs> right? It's all true. And I never knew. We didn't have any Jewish people where I'm from. Right. Well, we had one family. Okay. She was my best friend. All right. The Abrams. And they had a, you know, a bottle of Manischewitz. What was her name? Lori Faye Abrams. Ish, and you're still friends? Yes. Her daughter. Do you know who her daughter is? Who? Jessica Kroll. Oh. In PR. Wow. Yeah. Oh, my God. I know. Right? Well, she's here because of. You well, know, I, or I just... sent her to interview with Stephen Larkin. Right. And uh, I said, you don't have to do me any favors. Right. He, he's like, I love her. And that was what, oh my six God, years that's ago? That's so funny. I never knew that. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah. There so there there we are. And uh, I, I was in Fiddler and a lot of musicals. And I thought, oh, I'm going to go to New York and be an actor. Little did I know. Mm -hmm. yeah, I had 41 in my graduating class. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, it was you were such small a small town. town. Yeah. Yeah. And when you arrived in New York, what year? 80, 1980. Okay. And I had to audition right. at Delphi University in Garden City for yeah. the theater program. And it was, it was a disaster. Did you ever do anything professional? Uh, no. And then um, <laughs> someone walked into the room during my audition. <laughs> <laughs> just like the movies, yeah. the door slammed and I went right out of character. And I, I just looked at like, oh, who's here? Right. You know. Uh, I they didn't even let me finish. <laughs> I never got to the the right. up, the upbeat yeah, the right. up tempo, and they were like, "Oh, you, you just need a little more time." And I, I was like, uh, "You sure? You, you sure? Can I Aww. can I be in the tech theater department?" Uh, then I walked across the hall and got a scholarship for modern dance. Okay, well there. You, oh my God! I really? Know. Can you believe that? How do we not know all this? Well, you know, you never want. You don't want people to know. Yes, and dance. then they ask you to dance. <laughs> right. You're like, are you kidding? <laughs> <laughs> really? Okay. You, and you aspire in Palm Beach. Right. You want to see me do some Martha Graham? Well, you know, Howard played the piano in London, yeah, so he did. Um, you could have done an interpretive. I just—it's just my sunny disposition. Are you a good talent. dancer? I was not. I was a no. I was not. I do you started, like dancing? Like, if you're at an event, are you comfortable dancing? Nope. Okay. No. But I, I carried a lot of people across the stage. Right. What, uh, in, uh, and I got a scholarship. Uma for, uh, Uma from a Sarah. <laughs> from a Sarah. Uma Thurman from a Sarah. Come from right. beyond the grave. Yes. Oh, my God. I love that scene. Scared yeah. me a little when I was little. That's how Nick Ruffello broke his back. Seriously? Yeah. Not broke it, but he Injured ended his, his back? dance career. He was wow. in the National Company of Fiddler. And from a Sarah, uh, he went backwards on him. That's yeah. fun fact. Yeah. Or not fun. fun. Fact. Yeah. Okay, so uh, then I, I was I was a dancer. Modern dance, and then what? <clears throat> and then the realization that it's not happening. Dancers don't go to college to become dancers, right? Right. You don't have okay. the time, right? You, you, yeah. You're, you're age. You're aging out, right? Before During, you know yeah, it. Yeah. While yeah. you're. Yeah. And some of the um, classes, uh, uh, how to apply for food stamps when you're not on tour, you know that. That was kind of scary. And oh I thought, gosh. I'll never get on tour. Right. Know? I think I said to the real deal once, I thought I was Barishnikov, but I looked like Mickey Rooney. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so I knew right away that, okay, this was not where I was headed. And I went into hospitality. The, at the Pierre? At the Pierre. Immediately at the Pierre? Well, uh, I tried to get into the Pierre. Okay. 
my French wasn't good enough. So there was a reception and front desk position, right. a greeter. And uh, Bernard Lackner, who's mm -hmm. one of yeah. our great friends, he runs Fisher Island, yep. was, uh, he was running the place and uh, he interviewed me. And he, of course, he, he speaks like six languages. Right. He started talking to me in French and I'm like, la chambre, <laughs> uh, un bel vue. You know, like the room has a good view of right. Central Park. And he's like, uh, you don't, you don't, you're not fluent. And I said, no, I only did four years of French. He said, I'm sorry, but we really need multilingual. Well, I went back to the HR and they were like, we really like you. And I Aww. said, oh, I, I want to work here. Right. And it was a Four Seasons Hotel. How old were you? I was uh, 22. Okay. And she said, well, I don't want to offend you, but we have one other position. <laughs> I said, what, <laughs> God, what is it? <laughs> yeah. Midnight elevator operator. Oh, no. <laughs> so the Pierre's a co-op and yeah. a Four Seasons Hotel at the time. So every elevator is manned. Yeah. With a, you have a little suit and white gloves. A lot like the peninsula. They look like, you yeah, know. Yeah. So here I am. I said, I'll take it, you know. How long I, did you do that for? I don't know, six months. How did they... <laughs> You should have seen the yeah the look on Bernard Lackner's face when he when he walked by and I'm like this you know right and he walks by me he goes what are you doing seriously <laughs> yeah <laughs> how did you get here <laughs> I said oh, well I they offered yeah I'm not supposed to talk in the elevator so I don't need to speak French you know and he just started laughing so then I I, I ended up at the end of the, my run there which was about six years I was the assistant manager. Of the That's hotel. Amazing. Yeah. And that ties into our friend, Mary Jo McNally, whose yes. birthday it was the other day. And I had the wrong cell. Did she? Yeah, yeah she you? immediately got back. Yeah. To me. And I found the thread. Like I was just on a wrong uh, text great. thread. She and I started. She, was she your boss or she, you were no, for her? No, she was uh, the director of sales. Right. And she'd wear the, uh, the scarves. The scarves. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> And the, oh, I know the that. big padded shoulders, right. you know, it was the 80s. Yeah. So you brought her in 2000. That's when I started in real estate. And she and I started our training with Mitchell Lawrence. Yes. At Corkin together. So yeah. 23 years ago. And I then remember we sat side by side. How, you know, Barbara, that's another topic. Yeah. But we'll get to, I know. Barbara Corcoran. Yeah. yeah. I th it's the first time I saw her get jealous because I was so fond of Mary Jo. Right. And I, I say jealous, but yeah, like I right. could tell it, she thought I was just, I loved Giving, her too much. Right. I, but she was great. Yeah. You know, and then amazing. she ran education. For, yeah. For oh my Corcoran God. Group. For Corcoran, she took over Mitchell's. Yeah. In the Mitchell Lawrence Education Center. Downtown. Do you know, my husband, Dave, you yeah. know, who's an agent as well, Mary Jo used to have this quote when we would teach and she would introduce me. And I, she was my first, one of my first customers. I sold her, her on apartment Park Avenue? at 1235 Park. I didn't know that. Her and Dan. Yeah. I've been to that apartment. Yeah. So, you know, at that time of, you were not allowed to bring your agent with you if you were showing up for a Sunday open house. Right. It right. was forbidden. Yeah. You had to make an appointment with your cl client. Right. right. So I sent them in incognito. You know, she had a beret and sunglasses and right. completely unrecognizable. And then they said, they then they ran to a payphone to call me. Payphone. Yeah. I was waiting at home. Right. But Mary Jo would always say to the class, and in 1992, <laughs> we ran to the nearest payphone 
because there were no cell phones. That's so true. So now, in 2023, yeah. I will sometimes just wish for a payphone. No, I'll just say to Dave, because in 1992 <laughs> we didn't have payphones. It's become sort of like this sort of your thing. Yeah, That's but cute. Mary Jo was great, and she really brought an amazing level of, uh, you know. This is about making people happy and 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 giving great service. And there, you we couldn't have had a your finer training could not have been better from four seasons. Both of you from right. four seasons. Oh my god, Pierre! You know the Isidore Sharp. Richard Branson takes credit for this quote, but Isidore Sharp had the quote first. Which is like, a happy employee is a happy guest. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And that was all over the hotel in the back of the house. You know, really, posters and stuff like that. But they were phenomenal to work for. That's amazing. Yeah. I mean, I could get, I'm not going to go there, but where the world is today. Yeah. And yeah, I, people are not satisfied or happy or I don't know. No, you're right. I, I don't want to, that's negative, I, but there is a that's, lot of that. I, I have think a, people are struggling my, with that. What'd you call it? A pip and a poo? A poop. <laughs> Sorry. Pip and a poo. <laughs> Sorry. Pip and a pro. We're renaming pro. it. Uh, what are we called? A pit and a... Pit or peak? Oh, um, one of the pits for me recently. I was yeah. in the hotel. And when I go back. Oh, they, we would have breakfast there. Yes, all the time. we did. Yes. Right. We were sneaking, yeah. getting you back. And then I would walk through the hotel and everyone that's still there. There are a couple people that still remember me. But I went into the rotunda and every single chair in the tea room mm. had food stains on it. Oh. And it really annoyed oh, me. Oh, yeah. You know, I was like. I just couldn't believe it. Yeah, it's sad. It is. So I there, took photographs. A, yeah. Oh. And I sent them to the general manager right. and I said, Yeah, you really should have these cleaned. Right. Good for you. Mm. No, there's a level of pride. That's what it is. There's a level of pride that I don't feel is out there as much. I yeah. don't want to say everyone, but all right, I sound like an old man complaining about the <laughs> new generation. Anyway, talk about timing and like the difference of twenty three years. Mary Jo in 2020 or I'm sorry, 20, 2000 or 2001, I think it was 2000, maybe around that time got, it was AOL Time Warner. Okay. He, he was, I don't remember who it was, but it was one of the, like the executives of AOL Time Warner or whatever was going on over there. And she sold him, I remember a $2.5 million apartment and it was a lot of money. And like, wow. that was her first big deal. And we were in awe that she was working with Isn't this big executive and right and well i have and, a i have an interesting yeah one to to go with that i had the deal of the year in 1995 okay for three at corcoran at corcoran yeah. at the hampshire house yeah 3.9 million that was a lot yeah then. huge right yeah. i still have the tiffany bowl <laughs> keeps my change in it right and uh joanne douglas and her team just yeah. sold that for $35 million. Oh, my God. That's a good story. Yeah, so 10 times the price. That's amazing. That's incredible. See, New York. Oh, we're in a little bit of a Don't lull, worry. but it always You'll goes be fine. up. We'll it's be true. fine. Yeah, the trajectory is always going up, even with the dips. All right, so let's talk about a little bit about Douglas Elliman. First of all, are you... Well, you're CEO, you're so natural in it. I mean, you've kind of been building to this for a long time. And obviously your career keeps going up and up. Are you, when, do you ever take a moment and look back and say, oh, so look where I am? Yeah, all the time. Yeah. 
It, what's unusual for me, uh, and I don't know how to sort of articulate it where you won't think I'm nuts, you know? We but, think you're nuts. Go okay. Ahead. No, but I, I think it was, um, I knew it was there and I knew it was in the cards, mm -hmm. but I didn't know when. No. Oh. So, and I'm not, I'm not saying, wow, I'm Mr. Big Stuff. I knew it was happening, but, but when I went to my, um, my spin instructor, who mm -hmm. is also a uh, numerologist, oh. yeah. Daryl. Okay. We'll said, Daryl's number later. Yeah. Yeah. He said, uh, I'm, you know, for your birthday or whatever, I want to give you a reading. Mm. I just need to know pertinent right. things. You know, what time of day you were born, where you were born, blah, 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 blah. And so we had our session and he said, uh, he gave me dates. Not... I mean, oh, like wow. he gave me like November, December, right. January. And that's when I did the move from Corcoran. And he told me everything that was, you know, this is happening. Right. So then of course, and this is well before it was the spring and I joined in the winter, but Noble Black comes in mm -hmm. to our Chelsea Corcoran oh, office, God, my number one agent. Yeah. And he says, this is goodbyes. Yeah. And did uh, you have any idea Noble was leaving? Mm-mm. Right. No. I know the story. Go yeah. on. I want it. Go so on. So then yeah. it was emotional for us because I was one of his first yeah. managers. And we're super close. Like, we're close. Yeah. And uh, he just felt terrible. And uh, I just was like, don't worry about it. You know, uh, right. You'll be fine. And I'll uh, be fine. And, I know yeah. our paths will cross right. again. Well, of course, Noble was involved in me getting the interview, mm -hmm. uh, which I didn't know. Right. Oh, really? No, I still, I didn't know that for a long time, but he has said to Howard that, you know, you have to interview Scott because I'm leaving him behind and I, you, you can't just let him stay there and I want you to see him. Wow. So that happened. And, uh, at the same time I had the reading and then it took a long time to get here. Yeah. I had three interviews with right. Dottie. Right. Oh, Dottie. Yeah. yeah. And then I finally emailed Ken Hayward and said, yeah. okay, I'm nudging you because I, I don't know what's happening. Right. And, you know, the company was growing then. It was, mm -hmm. it, the market was phenomenal. You know, everything was happening. They didn't have time for me. Right. And, and, and in a good way. Yeah, you know, yeah. I got it. They didn't know where they, what they were doing. And so then um, I finally met Howard, which was like. Is that the first, but you had known him. No, I'd never, met, never him. met him. Never met him. Okay. Never seen him. Right. Didn't know anything about him. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> and look at you guys now. I know, but some buddies. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's interesting. I, I so I walk, went in there thinking, "Wow, this is," and we are so polar opposite. Mm. But that's a good thing, you know. You thought that going in, or after you met? Uh, I thought that. Well, I thought that you are going, different, but you going work so to, well together, to, uh, and you complement each other. Thank you. I yeah. think going in, I that helped me get rid of my jitters. Right. So. We had a really great meeting, and you know he's wonderful yeah. at the, when he's in he's his so office. Personable. And he's, you're, yeah. you're the only one there. You're the only and one later, there. You could be in a crowd, and when you're talking to him, you're the only one there. Yeah, yeah. it's great. Uh, Bill so Clinton. Is I was the same just way. going to say yep, that he's the same. Bill way. Clinton yeah. is the same way. Yeah. So that happened, and uh, it didn't happen though. I didn't know I would be in this position mm -hmm. then. I was just coming in to be on the leadership team, and. I had a non-compete for nine months, so I had to sort of disappear into Connecticut. Right. Oh. And become, okay, got you know, it. Yeah. I didn't have a real clear picture of what 
possibly was ahead of me. Mm. But I felt that it was there. So when you said, it's not like, oh, I thought I was all that, I truly, you know, first of all, we all have, call it our greatness or our greatest, we know our own potential, or maybe we're afraid of our own potential, but we do have inklings of, I always say everything I have in my life is because I was able to visualize it. Totally. And that's the same thing. Even if you know something, I mean, well, yeah, I mean, a lot of people things. laugh at the secret. Oh, no. I, I totally, I oh, believe it. I've been, my friend, Jimmy Your Klibinoff, vision boards. he's one of my best friends from home. And he years ago would tease me because I would talk about energy all the time. Uh-huh. No, of course. Listen, I believe we're, we're all spiritual beings living in a short period in physical bodies. 37,000 days. Right. right. So, we're very. I've never heard that. Well, it's 30, when you do okay. the math. All right. You know, of it's, course. It's yeah. very short. It's a, um, a blip. Right. Very short. But that there's so much more going on and connections of people or when you meet people or run into people and everyone has the power, but it t- you have to tap into it. Mm-hmm. Um, or I, I always say I get very strong gut premonitions. I've had them my whole life. And in certain situations, they've really, I in know. one case, saved my life. I but, know, right? but literally strong gut premonitions and I've learned to trust my gut. So you, yeah. you should, I, there's yeah. a Maya Angelou quote that I'm, it's escaping me, but, uh, no, you should always go with that. Yeah. And I do too. Yeah. And, and, and so I came in on, I don't even know what my title was. I don't know, senior VP of business development, right. something that was so like vanilla vague. Yeah. and <laughs> vague that, and, but a month after my non-compete, I was promoted to chief operating officer. Mm-hmm. And then three, two or three, three years later, I was, two years later, I was promoted to president. And then a year later, I was promoted to CEO. Right. So, like I said, I, like you say, you, you know, the energy's there, you know, the possibilities are yeah. there. And um, I just kept focused and I never, I never asked for any of it. And it happened. That's and Daryl Daryl predicted it. And with the dates. Yeah. He was amazing. That is amazing. See, there's that energy and he's tapped into it. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. All right. So we have to talk, of course, about, and then we'll get to the market and what's going on today. But Barbara Corcoran, mm, right? Who my, you certainly, your mentor and who you work so closely. Yeah. With. I lucked out. Yeah, you did. I met her. How, but you came in as a broker, right? Yes, I did. I met her. As, I was a sales yeah. agent. I was being recruited by the Corcoran Group because I was at AJ Clark and I had sold one of Jeff Levitt's oh, exclusives yeah. at the Corcoran Group. Right. I didn't know who the Corcoran Group was. Right. It was so long ago. I didn't know who Barbara was. So I got an interview with Barbara Bryan mm-hmm. and Elaine Dean, who was the assistant oh my manager. God, I just ran into her did the you? other day. Yeah. Oh, wait, no. This summer, Shelter Island. <laughs> My, I was with Scarlett. We were with friends and their kids. And I was talking to this young couple. And then I hear my name and it, it was her daughter and son-in-law. No kidding. Or her son, son and, and daughter-in-law. Yeah, yeah. I love that. Yeah. Yes. Anyway. So yeah. Um, I'm being interviewed at 72nd and Broadway office that's no longer there. Yeah, I remember. In the Apple Bank. Though. Yeah. Yeah. No, no. 200 West 72nd. Oh, 200. Oh, Above it's the no hot longer, and crusty right. bakery. Yes, right. <laughs> no longer there. Yeah. yeah. So um, she walks in and and 
Barbara Bryan, the manager, says, oh, this is Barbara Corcoran. Right. And I said, oh, it's nice to meet you. And she's she pulls my cheek oh, and she said, I was 29 then. Yeah. She said, you're too young to come into real estate. And at that time, it was middle-aged women yeah. and not a lot of guys. Right. And then she sat on my lap. And put her arm around me. But none of this She's surprises like, me. <laughs> yeah. You're too young. You, you just, I don't know what we'll do with you. Right. And then, um, so I didn't know why she was there. She had stopped by to tell the manager that they were going to shut that office down because the market was so bad from the, you know, the crash of the late 80s. Wow. And she had no more money. And they were closing that and they were only going to have two offices. <laughs> but I didn't I didn't find this out too right. much later. And then of course the one day sale she did for yep. Marty Rains mm -hmm. and Alfred Renna was involved in that. I didn't know that. Oh yeah, he he was like one of the leaders of it. I had no idea. So it was a collection of yep. unsold sponsored units. In this units. building, right. In the South Gate and then Lincoln Towers. Right. And everything had the same price. So a studio was 39,000 and one bedroom was 49,000 and I think a two bedroom was 69,000. Mm -hmm. But you had to sign the contract immediately. Right. They sold it out in one day. We called it the one day Amazing. sale. Amazing. And yep. she made a million dollar commission on the whole thing and it saved the saved, saved her the from having right. to close that office. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. So how did you get from her sitting on <laughs> So then of <laughs> course we would always it. talk yeah. whenever we'd see each other at events. Yeah. We would always end up sitting and talking to each and other. And you were an agent for how long? Six years. And then she brought you in to work with her? Yes. Yeah. Okay. One day she said, can you meet me at the Peninsula Hotel at five o'clock at the bar? Right. And I said, sure. Right. And so I show up at the Peninsula Hotel and she's in the lobby asleep on a, on one of the sofas. <laughs> Just gets And I'm like... She start without me, you know. <laughs> Anyone else, it'd be alarming. It's yeah. like normal. And Remember <laughs> one of the first parties, it was at the Rainbow Room. Yes. Holiday parties. She wanted to do, or maybe the theme was come as you are, come as you aren't. She wanted everyone to go and drag or something, but yes. she wore her Madonna bustier. Yes. Yeah. 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 And then Michael Moran tried to copy it. Oh. Remember that? Yeah. Forgot that. That piece. Anyway, yeah. she... um. <clears throat> She was asleep on the couch. And then I was like, hey, Barbara. <laughs> and she sits up and then she starts crying. And I I didn't know her that well, right. but I'd ever seen her cry. And I said, what's wrong? She said, I can't do this anymore. I said, I said what? She said, I, I just can't do another day managing the company and dealing with the agents. We this only was had, what year? 94? Uh, 95. Okay, yeah. And we only had 80 agents. Right. But she said it was overwhelming her. And she said, um, this is my offer. Oh, my God. <laughs> and she said, I There's want you to in. Move, yeah. move in with me into my office. Yeah. Well, we have assistants outside. It was Cheryl Martinelli. <laughs> oh, it was we about to be. We just talked about her. Yeah. yeah. And she said she got me in a, an apartment and a, a clothing allowance. I was going to bring up the clothing allowance. It was a $10,000 clothing allowance. I remember that. And that was... Almost 30 years ago. Right. That was a lot. Still is. Yep. And so, uh, yeah. And so she said, I don't want you to worry about not being dressed for the occasion. So let's go out and shop. And uh, 
And I said, of course I'll do it. Right. And then your role was to help her manage and run the company. Right. She didn't know how to use a computer. Right. She didn't, uh, she, she had um, severe dyslexia. So mm -hmm. she had, I would be behind her in like secret service or like, Oh, whispering. Here yeah. comes Linda Stillwell. Or, right. You know, right. You know, there's Marjorie Berkowitz. Uh, her, oh, her dog nice. has a broken toe or something. I was know? literally <laughs> thinking about Marjorie the other day. I remember Steve, and this is like going back into, but Steve Perlow right. once, it was Yom Kippur or something. He wished her like, you know, an easy, fast or happy holidays. He said, what do you do for, for Yom Kippur? And she said, we pause. <laughs> Isn't that? Marjorie so Marjorie. Yeah. She taught me how to say banquette and foyer with a, with a little panache, oh, you know. There you go. I remember the first listing she showed me was at 315 East 68th Street that she wow, had. I love that. And it was such an experience to watch her show it. I mean, she just came alive. You know, mm. such talent. It's amazing, these people. You know, like Lois Pierce. <laughs> Lois Pierce. <laughs> such characters. Barbara. She, I remember the day she runs in, Barbara, Barbara. I'm so excited. I just sold an apartment to Jerry Seinfeld. Jerry Seinfeld. I remember and that. I was like, yeah. Who, who's Jerry Seinfeld? <laughs> yeah, and this is when Jerry moments. was moving back after yes. his nine or 10 years of the greatest show. Greatest show. Yeah. Yes. And um, she met Jerry. You know this. I don't remember <clears throat> how she met him. She was getting, Lois's hairdresser was also Jerry's sister's hairdresser. And I think Jerry's sister was doing the, the rounds while he was still in California. And so he connected them. And then she found the apartment at the Beresford. And, and then Lois flew out for the last this, show of the, Seinfeld. Yeah, the, yeah. the plane crash, yeah. whatever it was. Amazing. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. You know, my claim to fame on that was that it was the first time I had seen a board package like that. Oh, with the Beresford? Yeah. Well, and with his. Oh, what, oh got what, it. Incredible. Yeah. You know. Yeah. He, he became a star and that show was a hit. Yeah. And he had all these cars and. A lot of money. A yeah. lot of money. Yeah. But it, it was it was great. Lois was wonderful. Another one gone too soon. Yeah, that's that's true. Yeah. Yeah. It, she was a nudist. Did you know that? No. <laughs> but it doesn't surprise. <laughs> no, right. <laughs> with her belts and her yeah, high waist. Yeah, leather pants. <laughs> yeah. And, oh, my God. I used to imitate her, but I won't do Go it. Go ahead. No, 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 no. It's no, in, no. in good fun and No, I loved memory. her. We were very close. She but was she, amazing. She would always turn on her, on oh, her yeah, feet when she talked. sharp turn. Yeah, yeah, like, what? You know, <laughs> what? It's very, like, Betty Dramatic. Davis. Yes. But but with, but with a pretty. Oh, she was awesome. All right. We can keep going through people. But so, so where are we that now? That was my night. Yeah. My my you know, my guardian angel. And, uh, and you're still, you she still said, to, she said, you know, <clears throat> when she was selling me the position that yeah. day on the sofa at the peninsula, she said, we've been around each other. Normally people like you, I would be jealous of, hmm. but you never take the spotlight from me. And wow. Yeah. She said, when I inhale, you exhale. And she said, I can't find that anywhere. So you have to take this job. That is amazing. Yeah. You were meant to be with her. Yeah. Yeah. I only, the only thing wow. I didn't do was go to the ladies room with her. That's right. about it. You know, but everywhere else, you know, we, I, she, she was huge and everyone wanted a piece of her. Right. It's amazing. That is awesome. Yeah. And she, you, she just knew how to treat people. Like, oh, that's so she'd true. She'd give anyone her last dollar yeah yeah she didn't, didn't know her. how to treat people and she cared yeah 
Yeah. And, you know, people ask like, you know, now because she's become a bigger name, certainly outside of New York, but what you get is what you, I mean, that's who she is. Yeah. yeah. That quirkiness and that she says what, whatever she's thinking. Yeah. She's amazing. Yeah. She's, uh, she, she was always, you know, it's funny. I've known her now all those years. There was never a disagreement. Never. She didn't manage that way at all. She never, ever uh, raised her voice or screamed or yelled or... I've never seen a, a personality like that. So when she sold the company, was it sad, hard, scary for you? Because things were going to change. Yeah, and things did change. Yeah. And they didn't go the way they should have. Okay. But that happens. Right, sure. You know? Yeah. You know? And, and everything... Life is a tapestry. Yeah. And when you look at the back, you see all the loose threads. And of course, but the front, you see what it was all meant to be. It led you to where you are now. It, totally. Yeah. And I, you know, I, I, ne I always say the, the rearview mirror is small for a reason. Yeah. And I don't dwell on that because I, I learned a lot mm. and I, it made me stronger. It's sort of like when the, the mom or the dad marries the wrong person. Yeah. And you're like, you're like, oh my God. How how are we going to let everyone know that Barbara hired her opposite? She was very smart mm -hmm. to, to do that. Yeah, and, and that was an adjustment. The worst part of it all was that Barbara. It was, this was nine eleven too. Let's not forget that. Right, three days after she signed the My contract, God, I forgot about that. Yeah, so that was yeah. You know, and then she disappeared for six weeks. She went into mourning. She couldn't believe she sold the company. She said, "I that was my ship. That was my calling card. That was my currency. I I have no." What am I going to do? Like, who am I now? And then it's, it was her identity yeah. for so long. And then at the Pierre, the next, you know, annual sales right. meeting for the whole team, we were all in the ballroom. Right. And a video came up. Do you remember this? Yes. With her in bed with Barry Campmeyer. <laughs> she had a riding crop. <laughs> and he was our HR director. Yes. So, I mean, yeah. she's like really pushing the envelope. And he, he was so buttoned up and right but he was like, so embarrassed yeah yeah a good christian man yeah anyway. and then uh, and then yeah. you know things change and and it went everyone did fine of course she as i say to her now yeah. i mean you're a huge star right from shark tank yeah and uh i mean she's now 75 years old but talk about someone who said what she wants she said i want to be a tv star that's my next gig Yes. She didn't know how she was getting there, what she was, you know, yeah. and then there are stories about how, what happened with Shark Tank and yeah, she how she went back. She didn't get cast. <laughs> right. But she knew it and she went back. All right. So you just said something. So things change and everyone ends up okay. But if you have to look back, you could say when I started 2000 or when you started in the late 80s, early 90s, what's the biggest difference in our industry? And or for brokers mm. or agents. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you, um, the, the silver lining is that it's an industry now that is an acceptable mm. form of employment. Mm -hmm. You know, there were many times, even my own parents, mm -hmm. my, my mother would say, when are you going to get a job? Right. Like, I'm like, this is a job. Right. But now it, people come right out of school. That's the biggest difference. So right. I've, for years, people would, you know, if they're talk to someone or they want to get into it, but it was always a divorces, 
Very few men. Yeah. And usually a second or third career. Now, Completely. literally, people come out of college and want to do it. It's become a real profession and run much more professionally. Much and more. And you have to. You are dealing to. with bigger numbers. Certainly and you, you can become, it, the sky's the limit. Yeah, it's true. If you know what you're doing. Yeah. It, and we didn't know back then what we were doing. You know, <laughs> I, I just remember Mary Jo being yeah. one of my customers. I showed them 200 apartments. Oh my God. We had 13,000 listings. Today we have about 6,000. Right. Yeah. So it was endless. And they wanted to be in any of three neighborhoods. Right. West side, east side, oh, God, downtown. So you had to go everywhere. Yeah. So wow. I, I got paid 13 cents an hour by the time <laughs> it yeah. closed. Right. You know, but I, I mean, it, for me, it, it, it was one of the best experiences of, of my career, you know. I love Because we're so similar. Yeah. And uh, I got to learn the whole city because they, they could live anywhere. Right. She really, wow. You, you owe know. Mary Jo a lot. Yeah. With the, the yeah, neck, exactly. the <laughs> neck <laughs> scarves. <laughs> and so what, and the industry where we are now, the market, what would you say? Well, you know. We've seen this before, right. not this, this layout in particular. We haven't seen these ingredients for this crazy cake, I call it. Okay. Know? Yeah. High interest rates. Yeah. No inventory. And then rentals going through the roof yeah. and, and, and people not moving on with their lives right now because everyone got, the brakes were slammed on, mm -hmm. you know, this, it's like the Polar Express, right? We yeah. went off the track. Right. And, but this too shall pass and it always has. I like what you say about the cake, like this particular cake. Yeah, with this these cake is not coming out of the oven looking good. But there, are, we've been through other baking situations with other cakes with different ingredients. Yeah. And as we say, we're always going up. So I've said to people, I got a call from someone who, again, a representative of a very important client of mine. And she's left the city and she said, can I ask you, I'm back. Is something really changed in New York? And I said, you know, New York, like Berlin, New York is a vortex. And mm -hmm. I truly believe there are certain areas that attract, I mean, Berlin, New York, attract artists and creativity and success and not just power, but drive. Mm. And so we'll always come back. I feel like we're in a bit of a lull. I do too. The whole world is, unfortunately, not to get again back to too much of that. But it will come back. It always does. It reinvents itself. If we could have survived the mortgage crisis, mm -hmm. we can survive this. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And we are surviving. Yeah, we yeah. are. And it's, yeah. it's you know, we've had a steady previous three months where we're outperforming or we're flat. Right. And we're not we're down. Not yeah. down. So yeah. those are great signs. And, That's it you know, money follows money. I learned that from Emily O'Sullivan. That's her favorite thing. <laughs> God rest her soul. Yes. And it, it, it just takes, it writes itself. Right. Amazing. Yeah. And, and, and I think when you're with a great brand and that's another thing that I was such a Corcoran snob, mm. I always thought that Douglas Elliman was like kind of a animal house, mm -hmm. you know, they, like they didn't have any rules. They didn't, you know, everything. the same way. Right. Well, it was much bigger. Much and it bigger. Was a, this behemoth that it felt like everyone was just doing their Do what thing. you want. And yeah. Corcoran did feel tighter and more like it was smaller and felt more like a family yeah. to me. Same here. Yeah. 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 I wouldn't trade this. I mean, this, no, this elements. It's so funny. Amazing. Every time I, you know, we do all these events and we were in London and 
Laguna and now we're going to Palm Beach and then Europe again. And I said to Stephanie, a few Garberine. Yeah, a few, she, she's um, in Paris right now oh, checking out the hotel. There you go. Good. That's yeah. where she should be. Yep. So I said to her, I don't know, maybe a year and a half ago or something like, you know, every time I go on these trips, I feel more and more like this is a family and I'm part of this. Yeah. So anyway. Yeah, it is true. And, you know, there's an article today in the, the Post. Yes. About a a American Airlines flight that lasted, I want to say, I don't know, 16 hours. Okay. And it was a two-hour flight. Because they kept circling or they were grounded? There was a storm. They right. were grounded. Okay. Then the runway lights went out oh because of the storm yeah. of the small airport. Right. Then each passenger started buying sodas, Little Caesars pizzas, and and they never got to their destination until like 1.30 in the morning. Right. But the 76 passengers on this Canadian regional jet became so close. You, it's in today's post. You have oh, to read it. It's, that's amazing. And it, you know, it'll be the next musical. Right. Um, oh, you know, like, like uh, um, Come From Away. Come From, come away. from Afar. From Afar. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I think that's, as I'm reading that story, I'm thinking, well, that's, that's our company. Oh, that's you amazing. Know? I mean, there's always a... I always say, and yeah. I have a lot of, I'll give you some, uh, Lisa Reynas from our Boston uh -huh. operation. She gave me, she heard me say it once. So she ordered like a thousand napkins for me that say it. There's a skunk at every garden party. Right. And, you know, there always is. Right. Of course. Like, it's fun. You know, yeah. you have to have someone to, to laugh at. That's right. True. But for the most part, we're a very tight group. I think no, our good. London trip was just outrageous. Very special. There's some really, Smart, successful, um, and good people here. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. And yeah, there's always the runt and the litter or whatever you call it, or skunk at the garden party. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah. All right. So there you have it. Wow, that was, <laughs> that went long. And really? we kind of got lost and, and I could keep going. I thought <laughs> some people from my childhood were going to show up. <laughs> This is your life. Empty. Okay. Barbara Mandrell or Dolly Parton. Dolly Parton. Exactly. Okay. So thank you for tuning in, Scott. This was awesome. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you for sharing all that. So stay tuned for our next episode. And you can find me on Instagram, Stephen Cohen and why. Where are you on Instagram? Scott J. Durkin. Scott J. Durkin. Yeah. And leave your comments, questions below. And thanks for tuning in. Bye.